My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com on the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today. Hey everybody, welcome to Peck Report. Well, as you have noticed, I'm sure, uh, the background's a little bit different today, and, and the video and sound is a little a little bit different too. The reason being, um, I'm actually working on something in my studio for an upcoming project, uh, and it's it's going to be a big deal. It's something that's coming out later later this year, but I wanted to use uh, the next few Peck Reports to share with you some pre-interviews that I did uh, well, well, we'll just call them interviews that I did with uh, uh, s some of my very good friends, some people who um, have a uh, special area of research having to do with what's coming from uh, Defender Films. So uh, up first, and, and I'll show you part of the interview, and then if you want to see the rest of the interview, then you'll have to become a member at um, dailyrenegade.com. Make sure you go get a membership now while you still can. It is dailyrenegade.com to be a member. Um, but I, I wanted to show this. Uh, I wanted to start with Russ Dizdar. Russ Dizdar is a really good friend of mine. Uh, like him a lot. Many of you are probably familiar with him. Now, what, what you're going to see is, is a little different than just a typical interview. There's not a lot of back and forth. There's not a lot of uh, you know conversation. And it's because I was actually conducting a pre-interview for a, a future project. So the style is a little bit different. Uh, but I still think that you're you're going to like it a lot. There's a, a a lot that you'll be able to get out of it. So, um, so here we go. Uh, here's here's part one of my of my pre-interview with Russ Dizdar. Watch this. Uh, Russ Dizdar, can you introduce yourself and give us your background? How did you get involved in the work that you're doing today? Uh, well, uh, kicking and screaming um, along the way. Uh, no, not really. I mean, when I got saved in 1975, that changed everything. I came out of a world of occultism. I was a Buddhist in a Buddhist temple, you know, for a number of years, trying to find something. And I and I guess when I got saved, everything changed. All I cared about was reaching others for you know for Jesus. So when that you know when I began to launch out and reach folks, of course we engaged people that had demonic stuff, and and we you know I, I knew that world was real. But then we began to get into dealing with people that, um, I mean, by the end of the 70s, we're dealing. I was in Youth for Christ at the time, and we began to target. We made a, a little group, which is actually Shatter the Darkness right now. We made a group in about 1979, 1980, uh, that would focus on any kids uh, that were into Satanism or dark, dark stuff. So that led us into possessed kids, demonized kids. That led us into our first satanic, ritually abused, you know, individual. 
And uh, since the early 80s, then till this day, we've dealt with hundreds of cases, been all over the place. And so I, I think, too, Josh, I, I, I was um, I was a little bugged because churches, most churches didn't do deliverance. I, I was even in my local churches. I wasn't trained that way. Uh, even the churches that ordained me, I came out of Pentecostalism. And you would think there that I would have. But I they really did. I mean, a, a kind of a cursory way in a sense that the devil can't get you Jesus, you know, be under the blood of Jesus. I agree with all that. But in dealing with direct, um, like Jesus taught in, in Luke's Gospel 10, uh, you know, we just we just started, I, 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 stepped out, I stepped out on the street one day and I just, in the end, in the end of an evening that we dealt with, um, a number of people came in. We had other pastors and counselors in our offices. All the rooms were filled up with people getting prayers for deliverance. We had people in the waiting room, if you can imagine a demonized person sitting in your waiting room. So I was uh, at the end of the night, late night, I uh, came out on the street, standing there by myself. I just said, Lord, why isn't the, you know, why isn't the body of Christ doing this? Why are the churches, we're having dozens of churches send us people because we'll deal with it. Um, and that's when I just said, listen, I, I just prayed, Lord, we'll t I'll send me whoever you want. Uh, we'll never charge anybody. We uh, Just send us whoever you want. We'll take on anything and help me dig into learning and reading and, and anything I can to really understand all of this. And that's what really kind of launched this um, in the last, you know, over three decades now. Uh, unbelievable uh, engagement with demonized people and how real it is. You get tired of the demons because they're just always the same uh, and, and the destruction they bring into lives. But the problem, the big problem, Josh, is this. Getting saved into this point, the exponential growth of demonized people and all that is a big issue. So it, it really began from the, the, the time I got saved, coming out of that world that I was in. I mean, I believed in spirits. I believed in contacting ascended masters. I believed in all that stuff prior, but I didn't know. I wasn't raised in church. I was one of those people that were highly deceived. And, and this is a story for down the road. It almost took my life prior to getting saved. Oh, wow. Um, now, there's a lot of people who don't believe that uh, the that child sex abuse and Satanism have anything in common because of the satanic panic, uh, the so-called satanic panic decades ago. What can you tell us about that case and how has it been misrepresented? Sure. I always tell people this and I did it. I did it on, uh, with George Norrie in Coast to Coast. Somebody called in. Same question. Pan I read the book, the actual book written called Satanic Panic. Um, and, I, you know, you read a couple others like that similar. And we engaged the federal officer. Well, through our through our advisor, the one that initiated this thing that there's none of this really going on, who himself ended up in a psych ward, by the way. So here's how I respond. What do you do with all the victims? Right. Here, here's the big issue. When you have the secular world of psychiatry saying in the 80s alone, tens of thousands of MPD multiple personality disorder individuals, you know, they're dying. They're finally writing about this in the DSM-3, DSM-4, uh, at DSM-4 and 5. Uh, multiple personality disorder wasn't written about prior to that. So all of a sudden, late 70s, majorly through the 80s, hundreds and hundreds then thousands were showing up everywhere. What they didn't know was around the world, it was also escalating. Uh, and so when you got to 1992, 1993, Holly Hector at Centennial Hospital in Denver in the psych ward, where they portioned off a, a, port of, a part of that psych ward just for satanic ritual abuse, uh, she estimated 2.4 million cases 
in, in 1993, 19, 90, 94, basically. Colin Ross, again, a secular. This is not our stuff. This is the secular side of psychiatry and psychology. Colin Ross, who's been like the, one of the top experts in the world of, of secular psychology, he agrees with an estimation of 10 million. Uh, our own research through calling psych wards, calling counseling centers, purposely designating capital cities around the United States, uh, dozens, uh, dozens of cities throughout Pennsylvania, because we, we've been in Pennsylvania a lot. Uh, everybody, everybody at this point knows that the psych wards have been having multiple personality, they now call it DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, uh, by the tens of thousands. And the only way, to, the only way that happens is trauma. You can only have that happen through trauma, uh, massive sexual, physical, mental, you know, the, to cause a split. We call this not just to bury a memory, toxic memory, but to actually split personality, just like you split the skin. Mm -hmm. you, you, you can cut into the skin. You can actually split human personality. Uh, they call it a survival mode. But the, the trouble is the people who know how to do this. They do it on a on a, on a they do it uh, with in, with intent. So. I would say the first thing, why all the cases? Now, when I've dealt with hundreds of cases and spent 38 years doing it, and all the people around me that's dealt with it, and all now nowadays, all the psychologists, counselors, and people, and you know, more and more people have got involved, there's no way to deny the reality of the victims. The issue is then the evidence of the satanic side. And that's where our team, uh, called the SIU, since the early 80s, because the stories of you know, when I get stories of uh, uh, satanic rituals in a barn and carcasses of dar dogs and people in robes. So we decided to take a team that would pray it up strong and go try to find this stuff. Uh, we wouldn't even tell the victims sometimes. We just wanted to verify what's going on. What we found out and confiscated along the way was, you know, ritual sites full of stuff, pentagrams and all the, all the symbolism, black mass, all the things you can think of. Even robes confiscated. And we now hold one of the largest law enforcement. Um, the slides they use in police academies, uh, four detectives used for over 30 years, 35 years. We now own all this stuff. So we're going to be able to give a lot more, you know, evidential stuff to the people. Our focus has been on the healing of individuals. Though I think for me, the last four or five years, Josh, I have wanted to go after the perpetrators. Yeah. I, I want to go after the Bohemian Grove the people that run it. It's, we all know the stories how world leaders go there. We all know the stories of all of that. They all go there. The bigger issue, and, and we know that the ritual there is a real ritual. It's not a fake thing. Um, everybody in left-hand path will even say that. It's a real thing. It's not, it's not sympathetic magic. It's real, and it's ancient. But the issue of, of that is who has the power and the clout to bring presidents and world leaders and billionaires and media moguls and who has the power to bring them there. Uh, that's where we get into the biblical picture of the mystery of iniquity and that whole under underworld. So we can bring out more and more evidences. And I, I think we can parade, you know, we ourselves could, you know, put out in the, in the public uh, dozens of victims. The big issue for everybody is, even though Epstein's, you know, nailed in a sense, all, all the people around him is not. Um, the big issue is um, how do you go after the people involved? Uh, we can show robes. We can show symbols. We can show satanic sites. We can show pictures. We can show um, – we can hear the stories. 
And from many victims from all over, including Europe and other places, when we would go to verify the places, the locations, the basements, the barns, and find the symbols and find find the stuff, we could verify things like that. We call it trace evidence or forensic evidence, you know. Um, what really needs to happen is a... And here's what we can believe based on Ezekiel chapter 8. God willed for Ezekiel to be led in to dig deep and find face-to-face -face the perpetrators that were behind all the ritual stuff. I think um, in the Catholic system, they have found the sex abusers, but what they haven't told you on a global scale of the tens of thousands of sexually abused Catholic individuals, many of them are SRA, Many of them will talk about the black rooms in the Catholic churches, uh, but in going to court, and I know this by going to court, you know, going to the and in law enforcement, the police academy, I, they allowed me to teach a little bit in the academy. They don't want you to deal with the satanic side. Don't don't talk about that scares people. So just deal with the crime, and that's that's what law like like Jeffrey Dahmer, for example. Nobody knows that he had an altar built of human thigh bones in his apartment where he did everything. He had an entire altar, satanic altar, mm. built out of human. I saw those pictures at the law enforcement training, what's called death tech, uh, in, in advanced occult crimes uh, training up there in Geneva. Um, and when I saw those pictures and that he had what's called a power cone, a triangle, um, built out of human skulls. Mm. Have you seen a documentary that talked about him being SRA? Jeffrey Dahmer was SRA, which means somebody did that to him. You can't be SRA. You can't have multiple personality. And until you deal with programmed personalities and programmed demonized personalities, it is kind of hard to believe because it's weird. It's bizarre. It's crazy. Uh, we've, we've talked to and engaged and, and was handed a weapon from a programmed shooter, a programmed assassin. Uh, and, and so... I guess for many out there, they're running into it, but uh, they, uh, not everybody, and, I, and this is really true. And this, I mean, it's important that the number one factor is the healing and the help. Right. But I, be, I do believe if we're going to expose evil deeds of darkness, Ephesians 5, what we're commanded to, you can't expose what you don't know or what you won't look at. So because of that great picture there in Ezekiel chapter 8, and God guided it. Ezekiel was a good God, good prophet, but he didn't know what was underneath the temple, down under the caverns, uh, what was there for many, many years, by the way. And God willed to expose it. He knew exactly. So that's what we count on. We're hoping that this next year in the training courses we do, uh, my part more than ever now is on um, getting the bad guys and getting the kind of evidences that I would call biblical, Ezekiel, you know, in criminalistics, you want evidence. Mm -hmm. uh, every law enforcement wants evidence. But I also say this, and this is where some people will get a little bit mad, um, in dealing with the feds over the years, in dealing with law enforcement over the years, and reading, and I purchase criminalistic textbooks purposely. Mm -hmm. There's no training. There's no grid. There's no, there's no concept of understanding symbols and signs how to interrogate a multiple who has subpersonalities who may have done crimes or done rituals, or they know ancient languages, or they can draw, they can do so many things. Whereas the upfront person, like in Dahmer, he just seemed like a docile, you know, guy that you wouldn't think would harm a fly. But when they switch, 
they will they will they will destroy your child and eat your child without any conscience. That's the difference between what you see up front and when they switch to a trained, experienced, um, demonized part of them. Uh, there, there's a vast difference. Have you come across a connection between the occult, child sex trafficking, and pedophilia today? Yeah, I think there is. I think that um, some of the pedophiles today may be multiple personality individuals. In other words, they get hired in places, they come to churches and want to work in the children's ministry, they go to the Boy Scouts, wherever they may go, the upfront person, Josh, won't hurt a fly. Mm -hmm. But the abused sexually, um, what do you want to say, sexually experienced, trained, perpetrator part of them that has been perpetrated on for years and years and years without any healing or help, with that part comes up, they will take your, they, they will, they're predator, they're predatory oriented. So they will look for, they will plot for, they will plan for. So I tell everybody in law enforcement, when you look at a lot of the, the, the criminal cases uh, in, in pedophilia, look for multiple personality disorder, number one, and then peel back the, peel back and look around for occult symbols, occult writings. Look at any journals or writings where different Maybe the person writes in print here, or then in then then you know cursory here, and large print here, and little print here, or other languages. What you're having is different personalities writing, and you can begin to identify which are cult, which are evil, what will hurt people. Uh, they will, you know, I can I can over the years I've had a lot of multiple SRE multiples that are very friendly to me, mm -hmm. um, but inside they're co-conscious, they're observing, so dark parts could be watching and observing and waiting. Sometimes the main person is amnesic. That's that's how they're supposed to be created. They don't know. And then if a switch occurs, like the sergeant that brought his wife in and she sat down across a desk from me and I'm writing a note for a moment, they pulled out a bayonet and tried to plunge the bayonet into my head. It's hit my head and went down into the desk. Um, it was a subpersonality. She was in a total tranced out, standing before me trying to kill me the law enforcement was called and she was taken to a psych ward and they didn't know what to do with her mm -hmm. uh, but it was plotted uh, whoever was behind that plotted that and that's a, one of a number of stories similar so I, i'm just saying that it's uh, important that um when we when we investigate like we're, we're investigating two um pedophile oriented generational sex rings one is in belleville we've been there four years in this one case it's huge. They're talking hundreds of girls mm. in in group incest rape, group rape, whatever you want to call it. It's 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 worse than it's ever been among the Amish. Wow. Uh, there, there's a reason for that in their in their in their background, but um, and it's a, it's a huge case. It's going to Josh Shapiro, the Attorney General, uh, here shortly, and we have we have national oriented journalists that have come in. They're now going to write on the entire story. They were with us for a number of weeks, so we look for. In that whole ring of pedophilia, using girls, filming girls, selling their pictures and videos on the dark web, we uh, we looked for the dark side stuff, and we didn't find among the Amish girls so far uh, SRA, satanic ritual abuse. We did find, however, the stories of girls on a farm after all the ritual stuff was done, even though they were drugged at times and given, given drinks, you know, that 
make it very hard for memory to encode when you're drunk and, and or use drugs. So episodes become fo fo you know, fo foggy. Um, and they the perpetrators know that. But they brought in some kind of satanic priestess or high-level dark witch. Um, this is in Belleville, where we've been working. Mm -hmm. And they did spells to help silence the girls. Mm. And, the, and the, the first victim that came out, you would think a little, and she was a little uh, young Mennonite girl, um, like you'd see on Mennonite farm, you know, just, you would think this, but she had been brutalized for a year or two, drugs and alcohol, but then this satanic, somehow they brought somebody in, we're still, we're still looking into this, but here's a girl, and part of the evidence was, she had demonization on her. Mm. Um, so that can come from transference in, in pedophilia, or it can come from what they did there. So, I would say just look. I'm saying even in the Epstein case, look for it. Um, look for the eyes wide shut sophistication of it. It's not always a backwoods thing where naked people are running around screeching and screaming and, and running into orgies. That's that's kind of a that's that's partially true of the of the satanic virtual abuse side. But you, you, we have to think in terms of what you if you have, and I'm not saying you, anybody needs to study it. Mm -hmm. But the eyes wide shut, I think, clips that you can see on even YouTube now with the center priest speaking backward Romanian, cursing the, the holy ones, you and me, mm -hmm. speaking a word of prophecy to the satanic Luciferian kind of people. So you have a you have a sex ring involved, but it was in high level, very high level Luciferianism. That's true of Bohemian Grove. That's true of other places. So all I'm saying is the one connection is this, is the exponential growth of, of sexual addiction and, and perversion mm -hmm. that Scripture prophesies. Yeah. That's inseparable. Like if we go back to the New Testament and we you look at um, uh, look at the seven churches and how many of them were the spiritual side that, that were they were confronted, uh, Jezebel and so forth, but but dark occultism always connects with sexual perversion, sex rituals, Crowley and sex magic, all Satanism. There is no satanic ritually abused person who hasn't been sexually used, abused, passed around, programmed sex parts to be used and sold. Um, but in order to find the connection, you, you have to know how to engage a multiple a seven-year-old multiple and the parts that were sexually abused that know the information. You, um, so I'm, I'm saying look for it. Uh, so the major connection would be the sexual perversion, the sexual addiction, and the money behind it. Look at human trafficking. Mm -hmm. um, we all looked at, you know, uh, the satanic ritual stuff is, is it, it, and this is just my, it's our estimation. We, we, I boldly, you know, bring this out in conferences. In the four generations alone of it, uh, and this is 38 years of uh, investigating it. I'm saying on a global scale, 100 million. Wow. That's more. That's more than human trafficking on a human scale. Mm -hmm. But there's connections because it's money and it's sex and it's a way to, like a Bohemian, Bohemian group of other places, it's a way for elitists to draw in individuals, blackmail, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's, it's huge. But it, so I'm just saying, investigative wise. Um, anybody coming in telling the stories, the sexual abuse is bad enough. And we are little, we have a little symbol that we have on some shirts that has a person dragging another person away. 
that says um, one is too many, mm -hmm. millions are an atrocity. So um, let's remember again that one individual, if, you know, I, I've had to deal with this for years, it, and it, it's part of what makes me want to um, not turn the cheek all the time mm -hmm. when it comes to perpetrators. Oh, sure. Um, because I've never met one in 38 years that stops on their own. Mm -hmm. They just don't stop on their own. Uh, whether just pure sexual pedophile you know, person uh, or satanic pedophile person, uh, they don't stop. Mm. Speaking of uh, speaking of elites, uh, do you believe uh, there's a, a wealthy elite in America that are involved in pedophilia and child sex trafficking? And if so, to what degree? Well, I think um, I think the Franklin cover up scratched into it. Mm -hmm. I think there was cover up. I think in cases that we're dealing with right now, and we're having non-law enforcement, high-level investigators help us, um, and in case the cases that we have right now in, in, in the city in Belleville, we believe that there is high-level corruption. We believe um, there are the good old boys. And one of the great, um, I think one of the great, uh, you know, examples and we're in the exact town of the Sandusky case. So mm. we're in a in the town where Sandusky and all that went down, mm -hmm. where the district attorney that had all the information, Ray Gurkar, disappeared. Mm. 14, 15 years later, I'm there in the same city in the police station, and I asked the police officers as they're they're asking me questions, I said, listen. I don't want to come here and be, you know, I don't want to be Ray Gurkhardt out of here, you know. Right. They've never found him. That's a district attorney that's been targeted, abducted, no doubt dead by now. I, who knows where he's at? And his laptop was found in his car, but the hard drive was thrown into the Susquehanna River. So the elites are powerful. The Sandusky case, Sandusky, and then eventually his son went down. But that's not that's not the that's not the group. Mm -hmm. um, when you when you talk about any of these, you have to look for the group. Even S. Epstein, you've got to look for the group, and mm -hmm. you got to you got to you got to go after all of them. Um, so anybody in law enforcement, any Fed knows, and uh, they've come to us before. Uh, they know that when it comes to you know sophisticated pedophilia, it's one thing for one individual to do it, um, and, and maybe have a number of victims. But when you have the groups. Um, they are very sophisticated. Think in terms of drug runners. Right. Think, think in terms of mafia. There's a physical secrecy side, then step up, step down lower. The satanic side involves dark powers summoned just to cover the tracks. So it's important. Uh, again, the eyes wide shut thing. Rituals could be would be done invisibility rituals like the hands of glory in September. Justice summit, and and here's the part. Here's our problem with with Western Christianity. Mm -hmm. We don't realize how subnormal and dumbed down nationwide um, we are. Mm -hmm. uh, the the church is when you can go to church on a Sunday morning and walk away and not acknowledge that God was all over the place. That salvation, healing, and deliverance, and the powers of God, which are normal. So the subnormal church that's powerless in a lot of ways and boring to many millions, that's why they don't go, um, the subnormal church has become the norm for years and decades so that, Josh, we have, 
we have millions and millions of spectator Christians that are not acquainted with the power of God and the express powers of God in their own lives, as as we should be. Mm-hmm. One read of the book of Acts will show you what the difference is. But then, the it's unbelievable, because I lived in a city in Akron, where there's over 350 churches. 54 of those churches sent us the demonized people. They didn't want to do it. Wow. They, wanted to, they didn't know how to do it. That's how I've heard pastors say it. Uh, if you ask me the city I live, out of a couple hundred churches, probably 220 churches, how many churches here can do deliver? If I had a demonized person, where could I take them? Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two. That's not that's sub so subnormal, and it's become so normal um, that it's hard to crack into it. So that when you start talking the power of God, that satanic rituals are real, that those dark powers, that Satan, like Judas, Satan could actually enter him and lead him to betray Christ, or Mark chapter five, or later on in you know in Acts sixteen and nineteen. Uh, especially with Paul, a demonized individual girls following them around. Uh, there's, I'm just saying that, that there's a, a rationalistic, uh, an anti-biblical rationalistic theology that has helped dumb down the church so that Christians, many Christians are not sure, they're not sure about those powers. That's why I've always made, when they bring me demonized people, I make them, including police officers and teachers, come in the room. Mm. Because I'm not going to tell them later, when they see it, when you see full manifestation, if you've been around ritual sites, now see, I believe that rituals are real. I think in the Old Testament shows summoning the conjurers, the wizards that peep, they were all real. They can really conjure, they can summon powers, they can send powers. Mm -hmm. And on a global scale, yet to come, Revelation 16, I tell Christians, look at that. There is no Armageddon, no end of the end of the you know history, without the spirits that are sent out, targeting the kings of the earth. This is Revelation 16, mm-hmm. and summoning on a global scale. It is a planetary release. Bohemian Grove, you know what that is? The real ritual there is summoning spirits. The whole reason is bring all those world leaders there, and to summon the powers that in that human sacrifice at the moment of we. It's all kind of um, obscured. Uh, mirrored off, in a sense, into this cremation of care fake drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really a, a an ancient Orient ritual that involves, you know, a human sacrifice. That at the moment of that corpse being thrown into the fires, uh, the all the demonic powers that have been pulled up to the, in a sense, the window or the door. Now the door is open, and they've been given assignment to be ushered out on the world leaders that have been gathered. Mm. That's assignment. So they listen. There's more conjurers to know how to su- uh, summon and send a demon after a pastor. Summon and send a demon after Christians. Whether you look at voodoo or you look at Santeria or Paulo or the Saint of Death in Mexico or Satanism or the underworld of uh, SRA. Now there's hundreds of thousands of practitioners, gr- and, and they're all growing. Every SRA knows how to conjure a demon, and target a person and release a demon on a person. We that it doesn't negate the authority that we have to blow that away mm-hmm. if we know our authority, if we have the armor of God on, if we have Holy Spirit discernment, we can we can blow that out of the waters. We can be so powerful, but uh, that involves appropriating all that God has given us, having the Spirit of God open our eyes to see things and realizing we're in a battle and that we can do something about this. Mm-hmm. And and we, that's what we we try to do anyway to teach and and um. I'm ex- even though I see subnormalism in the church and powerlessness in a lot of places, 
I'm excited because that's not God's intent. It's not God's will. And that anywhere we take scripture, anywhere we take truth, anywhere you put the word of God and the works of God together, as seen in Jesus and the early teach and the early disciples, Christians will, you know, us, we as believers who've been designed to be this, uh, will jump right in there and, and say, yeah, this is what, you know, now I know what to do. Now, now we can do this and, and, and be involved. So um, it's important. Both sides are real. Mm-hmm. One is very lethal and one is is God and absolute um, unveiling truth and, and coming to us. The other side is masqueraded and deceptive and seductive. And, and, we sh- and Josh, we should know this. This is prophecy. Yeah. If we know prophecy at all, then we know that more dark side powers, counterfeit signs, wonders, miracles, everything's going to be uh, unleashed from the dark side in the end of days to, to, to target the whole world. But it doesn't negate what we have. And if what we have is appropriate and used, I'm saying, like, like, like David, who ran after Goliath, ran at Goliath, that's how the church can be, bold as a lion. Absolutely. Um, What is SRA or satanic ritual abuse? How how would you define it? Well, I mean, the term is just satanic ritual abuse. And uh, here's how I'll define it. It's that's the tools. Uh, When when a guy goes out to work on their motorcycle, their car, um, they have a bag. You know, I've got in my garage a number of boxes that have particular tools, specific tools. and all those tools are related into what I'm going to do to break open things, do things, loosen, tighten, all that kind of stuff. Satanic ritual abuse um, is if that if that's all we say, we've we've scratched the surface of this. Mm-hmm. Here's the reality of satanic ritual abuse. It began in the 1930s, late 30s. It began with with Himmler and Hitler and others being inspired that they needed to create a, a race of godmen. That's their terms, not mine. They, they said we must, the Nordics, uh, we, we need to take Germans who we can prove their Aryan blood, take a woman and a man, they don't have to be married, and we want to unite them and, and breed. So by spiritually oriented selective breeding, we want to take these Aryans, and they had the occult view, the, the Helena Blavatsky's view of the Aryans as being the ancient giants, the ancient Nephilim. They called them the godmen, the hybrids. So they absolutely believed, under spiritual revelation teachings, they believed that they could begin a project where they would mate these people and begin to have, you know, first generation then second generation, then third They and, and Himmler was a breeder, by the way. Himmler mm-hmm. understood back breeding, their entire spiritually guided development of the of the of the Nazi super soldier, the Nazi master race, uh, was based on a, a spiritual uh, driven inception idea to uh, recreate. Um, we would call the Nephilim, they would call the Godmen, the super Godmen. And, and, and Himmler said, if we could create but 200 million of these Godmen, super soldier Nordics, we could not only conquer the entire world, but we could maintain the rule for a thousand years. Mm. Um, it's pretty interesting to see that in 1938-39, they initiated a secret project called Lebensborn. Lebensborn is all the birthing centers throughout throughout Germany that would begin to do this process, take a German soldier SS and all the, all the ritual stuff they went through, um, make them unite with, uh, any, any German woman that might have, that might have possibility 
DNA that related backwards to the ancient godmen, the Aryan, in their view, so that the baby's born and Laban's born, some say in between 1939 and 1942, up to 900,000 Laban's born, called source of life. So, and the reason I'm saying all this is modern, because satanic ritual abuse is a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Now everybody knows this. I've been to Scotland. You can see it in England, all over Europe. I've been to Germany. I've been to Vadelsburg Castle. Uh, uh, why, why is it all, all over the place in Australia and New Zealand and, and Canada and, you can, and South, South Africa, Pretoria, Johannesburg, uh, Chile? Uh, so, when, so when we begin to track this, even flying to locations, we realized that modern-day American and worldwide satanic ritual abuse, if you back it up to the moms and the grandmothers, in almost all the cases, the grandmothers or great-grandmothers are Nazi-oriented, German-speaking, that they came from the rat lines, you know, where the, the Germans were pouring out at the, you know, in the 40s all the way up to the up to the 50s they were running all over the place mm-hmm. so if you track where the rat lines went 20 years later you can track where sra began to show up mm. it began to show up in south africa it began to show up in in uh uh dignidad the uh, uh chile they it began to show up in australia all over canada all over scotland i i've been to scotland tom dunn and i went to scotland uh it's rampant and by the way in Scotland, the satanic ritual abuse is so rampant, but it's they see it as they see it there. The experts connected to the pedophilia rings uh, and the Masonic order in 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 Scotland and England. Um, so, modern day satanic ritual abuse should be um, should be described as uh, the whether we want to accept it, whether the world wants to accept it. The issue is what do the people that are doing this believe? Right. They be, they believe they are creating super soldiers, superhumans. They believe by splitting and programming and demonizing, enhancing the the programming with power, supernatural power, if not even augmenting, they have rituals to augment DNA at the moment of conception. Mm. Some believe in the Babylonian rituals. This is what Nimrod used to become Gaborim. So it's the same principle. They believe that through demonized partners. A, a spiritually selected timetable, a, a, a coming together, and, a, and then when they can perceive that conception, might, they have conception rituals that they believe, whether you and I believe this, they believe can break into that process and cause an augmentation in the actual DNA so that instead of just demonize people down the road where you can cast out demons, you know, we, can, we can expel demons, that even the DNA would be Inherent in the DNA would be the cyclopean eye, would be the um, powers of telekinesis, the super po- the supernatural powers would be, they believe, would be in the DNA and enable them. Um, and we, we might think that's kind of crazy, but an entire world war included this as their way of winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we understand the biblical concept, though 99 percent of all Christians have never heard a sermon on the troops of Antichrist that Revelation talks about. Right. The largest military system in human history will be developed and will show up and in, in, in gather around Israel. Um, 
And Revelation 19.19 is huge because uh, you'll have the most advanced weapons. It's all about them gathering. And, and if you read that one verse, to aim their weapons into the sky. Mm. So it's a huge thing. People will call this simply conspiracy, but they need to study it. Mm. They need to look at it because what they were doing there was a precursor to what's doing, being done now. If anybody believes in a secret um, shadow system out there, and, and we as biblical believers, we would believe there is the mystery of iniquity, or with the Bible, the Greek word is mysterium, mm -hmm. the, the global system where the demonic side has guided and interfaced with the elites. And uh, though hidden right now, uh, we read Revelation 13, they're going to spring out on the world as a global system springing out. So I'm saying it's going to take, it takes them decades to get there, and we're there, and, and that's what modern-day, modern-day satanic ritual abuse is an abusive thing, but the agenda behind it is what needs to be understood. Mm, absolutely. Um, what, uh, what, what's the purpose specifically uh, in these occult circles or, or these, these pedophilic uh, elite? What, what purpose or important does the sexual abuse of, of children or even sometimes babies have in SRA and, and these, these occult rituals and stuff? What, what do they think they're getting out of that? The demons. We have to step one more step back. What do the demons want? Because right. it's all demonically inspired. I mean, in the satanic system, anybody can read in any level of Satanism, specifically Crowleyism, the, the, the transfer of demons. In, in, um, in the sex rituals, there is uh, appeasing the demons, number one. It causes them to come. It's like I have I, every Tuesday, I got to take trash out to the curb. Mm -hmm. We have raccoons in this inner city where we live, you know, in the city part. And they'll, they'll just open those things and tear, they, they, they can smell it. They can, you know, they come, they show up. You shine a light, you see the little raccoon eyes and, and a little group of them. Um, you gotta understand a satanic ritual. The, the, it, no ritual is of human origin per se. Mm -hmm. If there's any real ritual, whether Santeria or the Saint of Death or Voodoo or in the sophisticated eyes wide shut, the real Luciferian style, all rituals are inspired by the demons. It's Here's a simple way to look at it. The demons are, are giving their phone number. And if the people that have been inspired by the demonic side take that information, do the ritual correctly, they're dialing in, they're, they're, they're literally being, they think they're, they think they're getting the demons to appease them. No, they're appeasing the demons. They're yielding to it, doing everything just like the demons want, because on that side, they're guiding humans to open gateways. Mm -hmm. Number one gateway to bring demons in powerfully, blood ritual. A second level would be the sexual rituals. First would be humans, second would be animal. So, um, again, this takes understanding, you know, coming out of the Old Testament or coming out of Africa, you might understand this. Uh, going back to Katsikoatl or Kuku Khan and, and understanding the Aztecs and what they did. For example, modern day Mexico, 15 million people worship the saint of death. You've seen the skeleton that's in the bride's gown? Yeah. Well, the saint of death is the ancient Aztec goddess, uh, well, the twin, the male and female goddess that demanded human sacrifice mm. um, and demanded sex rituals and sex rights. So the demonic realm teaching the, the practitioners perverted sexuality 
dirties the conscience and prepares for demonic acquisition, demonic uh, coming in. It helps open the gateways for the demonic side. It perverts a human being. So sexual decadence, changing the natural order even, changes a person. We read this in Romans chapter 1, verse 18 on down. Futility in thinking comes, a darkened understanding, and according to the ritual workers themselves that we've dealt with, that helps darken the person and helps open the door so that when they are summoning, conjuring spirits, it's easy to transfer uh, those demons. So if you have a if you have a priest, a demonic, a, a demonized priest doing a sophisticated ritual, um, the marriage for the beast with a six-year-old girl, so that climax in that ritual sexually will involve transference of demons into the victim because mm-hmm. they've been pacified. They've been they've been kind of dirtied. They've been so the doorway has been open in a passive sense because they are a victim, but demonic presence has been been put over. Mm. So it's all about the demons and appeasing them, transference of ultimate control of, and in the satanic ritual abuse, the the creation of um, the troops of Antichrist ultimately. Mm. In working with victims, in your experience, what are some of the uh, most horrific and shocking things that you've heard from victims of SRAs? Eating, eating children, um, drinking blood out of a skull, um, a description by by personalities of the rituals. When they switched personalities in front of a couple of us, Heinrich came out of this one man talking about how he loved the blood. He loved the guy. They when he cut, he was. Ext- Describing how when they cut the person open, he just revels. It was it was it was horrific, and I, we've seen this more than once. But we we got to understand the nature of the dark side. They mm-hmm. revel in human destruction. They revel in human. It's it's a way of striking out of God. It's a way of blaspheming God. It's a way of uh, destroy destroying that which God still cares about. Uh, so it really is a. Um, there is really motivation in that dark side. We we don't have any idea how absolutely dark they are. And how absolutely hate the hate of God, hating us as believers, um, and 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 yet the demons would guide darkened in their conscience into because how how do you how do you conceive of a person how can how can I understand a person that can t- knowingly take a baby? It's all premeditated mm-hmm. in a ritual. It's pre it's you know if you take it into the law enforcement side, you're talking premeditated premeditated homicidal you know levels and then abuse of corpse and all the rest of it cannibalism uh sex abuse so all of that is there mm-hmm. so we've got to understand like in king second kings 21 22 23 manasseh he did evil in the sight of the lord he he opened up the door he, he opened up all the area to the the starry host and eventually to blood human sacrifice to the point he he he, he thought it was a good thing to give up his own child to fry his own child in a torturous because that draws the demons. They love that. They love torture. They love pain, pain, torture, sexual energies. That all that all is like what they call the you know they raise the human energies. The demons can grab a hold of that. Mm. Blood, blood has crystal in it, right? Mm-hmm. Salt. So there's physics in all of this, and the way they attach and can come through. Um, there's there's real physics to how this works, but um, 
if we, if we can understand the dark side and how, and there's no change in them whatsoever, there's no redemption for them. I've never met a demon through a person that said, can I get saved? Can I, I'm really sorry for what I've done. It's right. never happened. They'd rather eat you, kill you, slaughter you, threaten you, going to kill your family. That's what they are. They blast, you know, they're just, so you got to understand how raging they are mm -hmm. uh, in what they are, the nature of them. And then um, how ability, you know, plot wise, but, but when individuals that give into that side and they become demonized in the left-hand path, little by little by little, you go down to this, pretty soon they're believing it's a good thing to take a child. And, and the longer you torture the child, that's a good thing because it brings the powerful demons that love this. And that's a good thing for the community, for the tribe, because the demons will be appeased, appeased and then they will give us things. Hmm. Um, and we will get to then sexually abuse the, the body, the corpse, and in many cases cannibalize it. That happens in Africa, you know, in places around the world today. Um, so you just think of the people that, and to be face to face with some of them. That's why I think I said earlier, it's hard to conceive turning my cheek sometimes, um, in, in dealing with some of them, um, because just they are they're they're so sophisticated in their secrecy, but they have layers of supernatural power to keep them guarded and hidden. It's not just the elites that protect the elites, the Sandusky cases, the Epstein cases. There's so many of these kind of cases. Just I think we're, we've been in Pennsylvania 25 years engaged in pedophile groups, Catholic sex rings, all of that stuff. Um, one is getting individuals to there there are more there is now more law enforcement specifically going after human trafficking mm -hmm. but that trail will lead to ugly pedophile groups and that trail will touch base with the darker satanic side but I, i'm i'll say this clearly without the power of god breaking into this like we read in the book of daniel that the rise of the antichrist is not by human hands obviously by the power of Satan, Satan, you know, Antichrist comes, and he's not going to be taken down by human hands. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say from our experience of it, you're not going to be able to break into that underworld without dedicated, massive uh, prayer warfare and breaking down the supernatural wall that helps guard them. And then once you get past that in a sense, uh, and you can, then you're going to begin to get to perpetrators who are shocked that you're coming after them. Mm -hmm. and who will devise the plot to come after you, mm -hmm. your family, number one, by summoning and sending demons, because they know they understand ritual warfare. If they can't do it that way, look at Mexico. 300,000 dead in 10 years. Hearts ripped out, heads cut off, heads rolled in. You know, you, anybody can do a study. Even the feds have acknowledged that many of the slaughter, the murders, the killings, of the Mexicans are ritualistic, and that's true, because the drug lords hire the paleos, the, the 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 priestesses, and so forth, to summon the powers to bless the drug trade. They um, high demonization brings about high levels of sexual perversion and control, brings about um, the rise of pharmacia, the drug trade, and the high level of violence that comes with it. So in Mexico, which is very far gone, with that many practitioners, because the more practitioners that can summon, the more practitioners that offer um, 
whatever they want to offer to the saint of death, grandmothers and grandchildren bringing offerings to a skeleton with a bride's gown, and they think it's a good thing, that leads them to the slaughters, the rituals. It infects an entire nation. Old Testament, it polluted the ground. Mm -hmm. So we must go back as Christians to Old Testament reality of the Baals, Molochs, Nebo, all the rest of that, and the high level of ritual, the powers, how it infected tribes and families, and uh, and and apply the kind of warfare that you know the authority and and, and what we are to be, because um, there's no way out of this mm-hmm. other than Jesus. There's no way out of this other than Jesus, and uh, no way to find healing in the highly abused. And this doesn't shock God. It doesn't surprise him. This is something like like God all of a sudden sees millions and millions and millions of abused. That's in the ministry of Jesus. Bring the good news of the gospel. Heal the brokenhearted. Uh, release the captives, the prisoners, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, deliverance for the oppressed. So everything in the ministry of Jesus touches what we're talking about, and he already knew about it. And he has everything that's necessary to help and get in there. Uh, but I also would say there's a book out called, you can only get it on Kindle, Cops Guided by God. In investigating satanic occult crimes, we've had a conference that we're doing in May just on this subject alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, 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 even though the fed, feds and law enforcement would laugh at me at point at, at point, points of this, um, you can't you can't do it without without the hand of God. You cannot really do it without the hand of God. You may get you know. I even asked the question: the the primary federal officer. I could tell you his name and everything that put out the reports. There is no satanic, you know, in the early, he's like, I make, he made phone calls. He talked to people. Oh, there's, there's none of this really going on. Uh, Nobody's really finding anything. He never, he never spent the hours in investigating number one. And I'm not sure whether he was targeted. I I don't know why he ended up in the psych ward himself. And he was really thrown out of the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's kind of telling because, Though the other side's powers are real, and if you're vulnerable, if you're unsaved, you are highly vulnerable. Um, if you're saved and you know nothing about spiritual warfare, you could be crippled up. You could be you can be hammered and not want to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to be involved is become the most powerful believer that God intended us to be. Absolutely. All right, hope you have enjoyed that. Now, if you want the rest of the interview, you will have to become a member at dailyrenegade.com. So go become a member right now, dailyrenegade.com.